0: Hello there, and welcome to the comic book Tesseract, a weekly comics cast that's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. I'm Justin Chalupka. Every week we review and preview the world of comics, along with other facets of geek sheet culture. going to be a little bit quiet this week. I'm actually recording with my sleeping wife behind me, so I'm going to try to keep a somewhat quiet excitement as I go through this week's books. Uh, Jason's not able to join me this week. Uh, he was out of town, so I'll be doing our reviews, and I'm going to be doing them in record friggin' time. Uh, to go through a few things, we actually had three books end this week, and we had three books that were some pretty good one-shots, so I'm going to hit those and skip most of the rest as pretty much everything else was, uh, continuing to be good, so there's not much to say on them. For the three that ended this week, we had Smoke and Mirrors from IDW on issue number five, Veil and the Outcast from Boom Studios with issue number eight, and Spaceman from Vertigo in issue number nine. Smoke and Mirrors was actually kind of surprising. I didn't think that would actually end this week. I knew it was a mini, but I didn't think it was going to be this short of a mini. Uh, out of the three that ended this week, Smoke and Mirrors was the one that I think was the most fulfilling out of the endings. Uh, Phelan wasn't bad. It ended with a rather solid amount of finality. Uh, I don't think they're going to continue on in that one. Uh, Smoke and Mirrors, they left it wide open to continue. Uh, the author did say he was thinking of coming back to this world a bit later. Also, Smoke of Mirrors already has a trade paperback announced for these five issues, and will have uh, different extra content included in it that the individual issues did not have. However, the individual issues all have the write-ups at the end of every issue done by the different magicians and uh, other people that they've brought in. So there is exclusive content to the issues that will not be in the trade, and is worth getting one versus the other or if you're a completist going ahead and buying both, uh, like I said, Valen ended with a rather final ending. It doesn't look like they're going to do anything else in that world. And Spaceman was the most, I'm not going to say disappointing. It's most disappointing of these three. Um, it had a very odd ending, which didn't jive too well with me. Maybe that's just me. Uh, this is only a nine issue mini. I have a feeling there will be a trade for that one as well. Vertigo tends to do trades for all of their stuff. All three of these titles, if you do see the trades and you have not read them, I would highly recommend picking these up in their trade format and reading through them. Um, let me do some quick genre reviews on them as well. Smoke and Mirrors is a sort of a, a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's court. It's a magician from our world, a stage illusionist. Uh, who somehow end up in a world where magic exists. Valen the Outcast has best been described as Conan the Barbarian, but undead. Uh, a fairly accurate rendition, even if it's a bit more high fantasy than it is the swords and sandals you would normally uh, attribute to Conan. And Spaceman is a near-future, slightly dystopian um story of human chimpanzee hybrids that were bred to go to Mars, but have now come back to earth to act as the second class citizens. And the story of one of them, Orson and his adventures with a reality show star who has been kidnapped. So that's it for the ones that were ending on this week. The one shots from this week or number ones, I should say in general, because two are one shots and one is actually a new beginning. Uh, Lock and Key from IDW, which, as all of you know, is one that Jason and I both really, really, really love, written by Joe Hill, son of Stephen King, had a one-shot this week called Grindhouse that takes place in the 20s, 30s-ish era. Um, a group of thieves who have knocked over a bank actually uh, approach and try to... Get the residents, the, whoever the residents are at that time of the key house to basically, they, they take the family hostage, uh, while waiting for a boat to get the, let them, uh, escape with their ill-gotten goods. And the result is, uh, quite interesting in how the family fights back using the keys and the doors that exist in key house. Uh, DC annual for Green Lantern which had been touted in the ads as being able to change everything. There is a fairly drastic shift in this book. Uh, one that was not completely unexpected. Uh, Jason and I had actually talked about this one before I read it. And we weren't too far off from what we thought was going to happen. Uh, I should mention also this week there was a Superman annual and a Detective Comics annual from DC, neither of which I picked up because I think I'm going to end up dropping both of those books anyways, so it felt kind of disingenuous to get the annual just to turn around and drop the book anyways. Last number one from this week is Rocketeer Cargo of Doom. Uh Rocketeer recently, for the past two volumes, has been doing short stories um, or collections of short stories in the Rocketeer adventures volumes one and two, this will be the first time that the Rocketeer will actually be in a running series. Uh, it will be a mini and it focuses on a shipment of something. It's undisclosed in this issue of exactly what it is, uh, that is coming over to America by the Nazi war machine to somehow disrupt America. And of course, the Rocketeer is flying into action to prevent their Nazi-like shenanigans. That is everything for comics. I actually had a really, really thick stack this week. Um, just kind of give you a quick rundown of all the stuff that I'm not going to go into a depth of review. Uh, also, out this week was Morning Glories, which was excellent. Aquaman number twelve, which ends the Black Manta arc that's currently beyond that was currently on. Excuse me, uh, the others. What was the name of the arc? Um, featuring Black Manta as the main bad guy. I really like what they've been doing with Aquaman recently. I think he's a very interesting character. Justice League, number 12. Um, there's been some dust up over this one. I would say go and check the news sites if you don't know why uh, or if you even care about Justice League. Um, the Star Trek Doctor Who crossover fourth issue is also out this week, uh one I've really been enjoying. The Doctor and Guinan have a interesting conversation on, uh, I was about to say four north, something forward, whatever the, uh, the bar deck is. Uh, it's interesting to see the Doctor talk to somebody who has a similar view on the universe as he does. Uh, New Dead Wardians was this week, number six of eight. I think we'll go ahead and we'll review that one once it's eight of eight and it finishes off. We'll give you the full synopsis then. Um, Grim Leaper number four also has been very, very good. I believe this is a mini as well. This one will probably wrap up in the next issue or two. I hope it continues. I don't think it will, but we'll see. And last from this week that I actually read, was American Vampire uh, The Blacklist Part three. This is issue number thirty. As always continues to be a phenomenal comic. Uh there were a few others that I actually didn't read that came out this week as well, including Winter Soldier, Forrester, Dungeons and Dragons, Forgotten Realms, XO Man of War, and Gambit from Marvel. Gambit number two actually, uh we reviewed number one a couple weeks ago. <sighs> lots and lots of comics this week. But that is the quick, quick rundown. To hit on a few uh, news items from this week as well, uh, I'm recording this Monday night. This is uh September the 3rd. And I did just see uh, news that Michael Clark Duncan has passed away at the age of 54. You may remember him from Armageddon as Bear. Also, he was the uh, lead convict in the uh, Stephen King movie, headed by Tom Hanks' The Green Mile. Uh, all we can say is our, our condolences go out to his family, and it is a great, great loss, because he was a phenomenal actor, and will be sorely missed. On to more entertaining things. This was a pretty big weekend in geek culture. We had not only the uh, PAX Prime, the Penny Arcade Expo, out in Seattle, that was this weekend, where the big, at least for me at least, uh, there's lots and lots of video game uh, debuts and previews and betas that tend to go to PAX. I unfortunately don't get to see any of them. They did live stream a lot of it. So uh, expect in the next week or so to see a lot of those captured videos to be released out on YouTube or in other different channel formats. The main thing I wanted to see was the Acquisitions Incorporated game from Saturday at around three o'clock Pacific time where uh Will Wheaton, Scott Kurtz, uh Krahalik and um I can never remember the last guy from Penny Arcade, Game and Tycho, uh are all playing in the D and D next system in front of a full auditorium of people being DM'd by Chris Perkins, the Dungeon Master of the Stars. I've been keeping up on them ever since they played their first game together. I think it's always been just an awesome thing to watch and listen to. I wish my D and D groups were as witty as these people, but let's be honest, these guys are making it big in Hollywood. My friends are not, and that's perfectly okay. Cause they're still my buddies and we have a great time anyways. And that's what the game's all about um, what I did happen to catch. And this was more of on a complete fluke. I did get to see the Saturday night concerts with Jonathan Colton Uh, and M.C. Fernalot, who I guess must have been doing a dual headline, and uh, even what was better is during M.C. Fernalot's show, he sang Diseases of Yore, which the backing vocals were recorded by on the album and performed live in this show by Jonathan Colton and uh, his opening act, Paul and Storm. A lot, a lot of fun. Excellent show. It was interesting, however, to see that the... Uh, a link to the stream had made it onto Reddit's front page, and so a whole bunch of people were jumping in, had no idea what Nerdcore was, had no idea about Nerdcore rapping Ramsey Frontalot, were listening to the show and having absolutely no clue what the fuck was going on, and saying basically as much, so. That made, it, it give it a little bit of extra entertainment, at least on my part. Uh, aside from PAX this weekend, was also DragonCon in Atlanta, Georgia DragonCon, Con uh, out of all the conventions I think is best known for being the biggest cosplay convention so by all means keep an eye out I know ComingSoon.net had been posting up a whole lot of uh, cosplay galleries out of Dragon Con you'll see more and more of those as the week go on if you are interested in cosplay or just want to see some very well done and interesting costumes go out and do a quick look for Dragon Con 2012 I'm sure you'll find a lot of things that you'll find interesting uh, this was also the start of college football was this weekend and pro football starts. I believe now, this week coming up. So that's big news for me. I'm a big football. Fan. I'm not a huge football fan, but you know, bigger than the average dork. Um, also this week had a couple of news items that came across the wire, such as the Spider-Man turn off the dark legal feud. Looks like it finally ended in a settlement. Uh, the PlayStation Vita, uh, has been announced that it can now play PlayStation 1 games or be a PS3 controller. So those are both interesting and good news. Um, the, oh, big news from this past week. The president of the United States didn't ask me anything on Reddit, which that's made news across the, the entire news cycle. That's a big news for us geeks and nerds because, hey, the guy went on to a place where we usually hang out and got to suffer from the same frickin' grammar Nazis that we do. So nobody is safe. Not even the president. Uh, one thing he did mention during the Reddit though, is that he would be releasing the recipes for the white house beers, the beers that have actually been uh, brewed on the white house property by ingredients that have been grown in the you know, white house garden. Uh, as such the white house honey ale, which does in fact use, White House honey. This is honey that was harvested from the bees that are kept on the White House grounds. It's kind of interesting. Uh, so there's a honey ale and a honey porter, uh, both of which are available at whitehouse.gov. You can find them on there. Uh, the reason I bring this up is for my past birthday, my wife actually got me two homebrew kits that I've just been itching to go and try out. Haven't had a chance to until now, but I'm going to do my best to try to get those up soon. Uh, if I do end up having a good experience with home brewing, I will be sure to let all you guys know about it, know how easy it is, how hard it is, uh, what was cool about it, what wasn't, and all the other types of fun stuff, uh, on a later podcast. One last thing I wanted to hit on for this week before closing it up, I'm doing, like I mentioned, I'm doing this as a short show, cause this is late and I don't want to wake up my wife if I can avoid it. But this I found very interesting. If you go to thegeekzodiac.com, somebody has taken the Chinese Zodiac and converted it into Geek Signs. The Geek Signs are as follows. Treasure Hunter, Ninja Samurai, Astronaut, Spy, Time Traveler, Daikaiju, Pirate, Undead or Slayer, Superhero, Alien, Wizard, and Robot. For those of you who are curious, my zodiological sign is the traveler, or excuse me, the time traveler, which has a very Doc Brown, uh, doctor who sort of stint to it. I'm perfectly fine with that and makes me a happy, happy camper. Um, I think that's about it for this week. Like I said, it's going to be a real short show, uh, trying to keep this in abbreviated format. So just like with every week, you can. Find all of our contact information at about.me slash comic book Tesseract. From there, you can find our Twitter usernames, our Facebook names, our Facebook feed, as well as contact information, such as our email addresses and voicemail, which if you want to send text message to, you can do that as well. All of that is at about.me slash comic Well, that's it for this week. I'm Justin Chalupka doing a silent but enthusiastic sign off to all of you. Have fun! I will see you next week when we step inside the test room.